You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm starting to... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I still had the flex on. You still do, you fucking Oops. idiot. God Oops. damn it. Sorry about that. I was. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We were like even early today. I know. We were ready to go. What but the I, hell? This was, is why you can't fuck with everything right before I we do was the show. Accenting, I was accenting the music. You were not. That was on All right, let's just the do this again. Let's with do my this. clicking and my... That's enough. That is enough. And then I can loop it and it can be a whole thing. Don't. All right. Sorry, I messed up the beginning. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm starting to wonder, I mean, after today, I don't know what they could possibly think of me since the, the method neighbors are gone. Like, they're just non-existent. They I don't know so where they went. Straight up, they're just, but the they've problem disappeared. Is, there's always got to be a bad neighbor or a crazy neighbor that everybody gathers around and talks about. And after today, I'm pretty sure I'm that one. I'm, I'm picturing it now that I have all these really nice neighbors. Essentially, my house is like the burbs. Like, I'm that neighbor. You are. I might as well be neckbeard man after today. You I mean, do have, like, the creepy basement. I was shirtless with a howling dog. Weird so noises do come out of your house. And you already have, you know, you started the slow decline where you're, like, facing the window with your, you know, person beater on. Oh, no, it's more than that. I was yeah. full on shirtless today. Oh, Hello, God. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Uh, first off, don't forget to do all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com. Oh, yeah. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You for all of your online stupid Greg shopping needs. <laughs> I've had a lot of cups of coffee right before we went on. So uh, go there to do that. You know, there's Amazon and and, uh, and ThinkGeek and Expedia and all those uh, all the fancy online sites are all at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Um, however, we also have something else that we're going to announce today. And do you want to announce it now? It's an announcement about an announcement. Should, should we announce we the announcement? Maybe we should wait a little bit. Okay. Let's wait a little bit. Just just a few minutes. Yeah, we'll wait just a few minutes, okay. and then we'll announce the announcement. Okay. That we're going to announce. Oh or my the giveaway. Yes. Yeah, God, like is that. that what happened to all the coffee? It went inside of your face? Yes, it's in me now. God, it's inside of it's you. It's all inside of me now. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, we will announce that. We do have something uh, very special that we're going to be doing, though, this week that we will uh, announce in just a few minutes. All right, before we, before we go too You're far, You're talking though, like the Micro Machines guy right now. No, I could probably do that, though, if Don't. they ever need research in the Micro Machines. It's I not a challenge. I could totally do that. <laughs> I could totally be that guy. I would absolutely audition for the Micro Machines man. No, I, I'm just... I think I'm just trying to make up for this morning and the, the traumatizing incident and then the fact that I probably traumatized some people who were walking by were definitely traumatized. Sure. And there's probably been some phone calls to, oh, I'd say at least animal services and possibly possibly other departments that would care about okay, things. Okay, before you go any further, what exactly happened to make you okay. think that someone would call about animal services? Okay, so... I was at my house today and, uh, you know, I've got two roommates and they each have dogs and they were at work. And so in the mornings, it's kind of nice. I like to work at home when I can and I'll, I'll just sit in my living room. There's nobody there. I can get all this work done. 
I may or may not put my shirt on for the day. I actually don't put my shirt on for the day. I actually sit on my couch in my shorts and with no shirt because it's just it's real comfortable. Now, do you do that when your roommates are around? Or no, I don't do that. Okay. Do, I don't force that upon them when when they're around. All right, and so I, this is your likewise, like alone time. They don't force that upon me. Sure. They don't sit around with their shirts off. No, no. I was going to say I've been to your house and I've never seen like a shirts off party over there. You don't, it seems well, like everybody is usually clothed. Those are Sundays, and you are not invited to those. So <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we don't have shirts off parties at the house. No, but. I mean, if nobody's there, I'm like, yeah, well, I can sit here with my shirt off, you know, mess around on the computer and, and get my work done. That's what I do. It's my pleasure. It's what I enjoy. I like it. It's Don't how I talk relax. about your pleasures. Okay. It's my pleasure. So I sit there with my shirt off and uh, and Lily, uh, roommate Ben's dog, who is the border lab or, or black lab border collie mix. Mm, adorable. Kind of adorable dog. Just, adorable just dog. looks a lot like Butters, my old dog. And... Uh, Lily was there and she gets antsy. She's young. She wants she wanted to go outside and run around the backyard. So I'm like, okay, yeah, go in the backyard. Leave me alone. And uh, I'm having my shirts off party. Can I'm having a shirts off party, dog. You are not invited <laughs> to the shirts off party. And so so I, I was I was hanging out and I went out uh, I went into my kitchen, which kind of overlooks the backyard, and she'd been running around playing, and all of a sudden I saw her uh, turn around and start sprinting. And as she was sprinting, she was reaching back around with her head and like biting at her tail. Uh-oh. And I was like, well, that's something odd. And out of nowhere, she just started howling, like Aww. howling, screaming. I know it was the worst thing ever. Like it, and this part, I'm going to say, I mean, it was awful when you hear a dog start screaming. And, uh, and I, that happened and I kind of went into a panic. And so she was screaming and like biting at her tail it looked like she was getting attacked by something, which I think is it is what happened. And so that she, this, but the noise was so loud. I mean, it was just piercing her whining or whining howl. Okay, everyone knows what a dog sounds like when it's hurt. Oh yeah, oh, it's the most, and it just didn't oh. stop. I mean, she's. Uh, I'm gonna say this. She's okay. Let me just preface it by that. So the end of the story is the dog's okay. Um, also, she is kind of a very big baby. She is kind of she a diva. She's a, a little dramatic. Yeah. However, I bet this probably did hurt what was going on. And and so she's running around the backyard. But yeah, this piercing howl whine that sounds like just the worst murderous thing is going on to this animal. Somebody's doing something terrible to an animal somewhere. And that's all you would hear. And then I panicked. And I... I uh, oh, Opened the door. Now, mind you, I was shirtless. I was also shoeless. And I came running out into the backyard like, Lily, what's going on? Oh, my God. You know, and I'm Greg's screaming. flailing his arms around right now. And that's what it was. I was flailing my arms. And so I'm running back there trying to trying to chase the dog down. And she's running around. All, all The whole time, this noise is going on. This, like, horrible oh, and she's noise. Still, and she's still running around, like, trying to get away from whatever it running, is. I think whatever it was had done the job by then. I think it was a, it was a hornet is what it was. Oh, and God. And had already, like, stung her however many times, and she was freaking out, and the front gate was partially open. So she was running around trying to get away from this thing and ran out the front gate, and so I ran chasing after her with a hose, because I had gone to get the hose, because I was like, okay, and whatever it is, I'm going to try to hose it off of her. So the scene is this. Wait, so like, she I've ran got into people, the front yard? Yeah. <laughs> so I've got people that are walking by my house all the time. You know, I, I live in a busy neighborhood. There's a bike path that goes right by my house. And so... Yeah, you have, you're have you on a well-traveled road. Well-traveled road. And this dog... I kid you not. This is something that would only happen to me. Uh, the, the dog runs into the front yard. And she was not, like, running off. She's just, like, in a panic, you know? And all the time, howling and screeching bloody murder. Oh, And I run thing. into the yard, and I've got this hose but i'm shirtless and barefoot running out trying to hose the dog down and trying to catch her 
and trying to chase her down, yelling like, come here, come here, come here, you know, because I'm panicking. And there's just people walking by just staring at me. And now the one thing that was interesting is none of them stopped to help. None of them stopped to inquire as to what was going on, but they all stopped and stared. Hmm. Like they all gave it a good look. Well, Probably because you look like a shirtless shit apple. I look like I did something terrible you to the dog. Like That's the thing. Like, terrible, yes. Yeah, and and so finally I get a hold of her and I grab her and I, I bring her back into the backyard and, you know, go to work. Anyway, a, a bee, she must have bit it because a bee fell out of her uh, coat. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, she. I think she got stung quite a few times around her tail. But she's okay, but, you know, it didn't, it, it wasn't very good. Oh, poor uh, little buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, okay, Keelan in the chat saying, I love how Greg could give two shits about helping the dog. He's concerned about his image during all this. No, that's the <laughs> thing. I was not concerned about my image. This is looking back. I'm realizing how it looked. Everything. I was just concerned about the dog, and I was in a panic. And so, so as that's... Not, looking back, though, now, I realize how that looks to people who are walking by. And I'm and afraid... And Rick puts it in the chat. Yes, shirtless, shoeless, chasing a dog with a hose, Florida and Southeast Portland. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> that is exactly That's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's just a... Yeah, once again, just to recap, the dog's okay. She was very freaked out. She's a little scared, but uh, she's going to be okay. She's just uh, probably going to be a little sore for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, all this is going on, and I'm like, okay, I've got these new neighbors that are moving into the neighborhood. The meth heads are no longer there, so all the focus of the entire, you know, several block radius around me, everyone knew who the meth head neighbors were. Mm-hmm. And they were right next to me. Everybody knew. But now that they're gone, there's newer-ish neighbors coming in that may have seen them a little bit, but I'm afraid they're going to confuse it with my house now again because I'm right next to them. And everybody needs, in the neighborhood, there's a bunch of busybodies, and they all need something to focus oh on. Oh, my God. It's going to be you. It's going to be me. It's going to be you. It's going to be, did you hear the dog the other day? I don't know what is going on over there. What is happening over there? was some guy there. running around in the front yard with his shirt off. I thought we got rid of the problem, and now, look, another, like, you cut one head off, and another one springs right up in its place, right? Yeah. That's that's what I'm afraid is the, that they're going to think. This is what the, this is what's going to happen. Well, I mean, this is fairly focus, new that I don't the methods know. have disappeared, right? Yeah, it's new. I, I haven't seen them in about a month and a half. I don't know where they are. Weird. It's clean back there. Like, it's almost like I feel, since they left, it kind of makes me worry. Uh, you know how, like, when there's a tsunami coming and, like, the animals all flee the beach? Oh, like the rats like, run they know, first. Yeah, they yeah. all know something's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe the meth heads know something's going to happen in Portland, and I uh, and they're, like, more aware of it, more in tune with it with their meth like powers. Like the, the big earthquake thing? Maybe they can already sense maybe it. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. So that make, maybe meth heads are, like, in tune with the environment, takes them back to, like, an animalistic state, and they know. Because they, they're out of there. And they've, that's never happened before in the entire time I've lived in this house. I don't know. Maybe, All right. maybe they do. Yeah, so people need the meth head update. So as far well, as I gave you know. One. I, I gave a big, almost a show's worth of meth head update when you were in Seattle and when it was Scott on here. Okay. So I did that a few weeks ago. So just a synopsis of it. Um, and you can download that episode, too, at funemploymentradio.com. Just search for Scott Daly's when Scott was filling in for Sarah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I gave a pretty long one there. But the, the synopsis is this. I don't know where they went. I don't know why they're gone, but they're not there. Is and this anyone is their there? busy time. Well, they I I don't know if anybody's living in the house part of it. The the business side of it because it's a split business where it's uh you know the the hairdress shop and it's the one lady that owns the the two method brothers aunt owns the entire building owns the hairdress shop and then that's attached to their meth manor that was behind there. The meth manor. Which is why they would never get kicked out because 
because the uh, the aunt would never kick him out. Yeah, because they were related. Like, yeah, they're her nephews, so yeah. they could do no wrong, even though they were stealing everything from everyone and horrible, horrible, awful people. But now I I don't know. Like the one the one brother because it was the two brothers. The younger brother was the scarier one, and he's the one that always had to cut off shorts, and he would walk around with his shirt. Oh my gosh, he'd walk around with his shirt off. <laughs> He would walk around with his shirt he off. He walked around with his shirt off all the time, out on the sidewalk. Yelling things. Out in front. Mm-hmm. Yelling things and staring at people. Oh, no. I mean, I'm not as big as this guy, so I hopefully I'm not. Oh, man. But people who don't know, it's exactly what he would do. Hmm. I mean, is anyone. It's exactly think- what he would do. So that guy, though, he would go to jail quite a bit, and then he'd yeah. get out. And then he always had his meth buddies and his pals that were always over. And then the other brother, he would go to jail sometimes. But not that often. Yeah, folks are he speculating. Smarter... Is, he, is he? Do you think they might both be in jail? It's possible they could both be in jail. I mean, it's possible. Because but the, the mom is, died a few years back. Yeah, she's been out of the picture for a while. Yeah. That when I first bought the house, that was only like a couple of years that the mom lived there too. Um, but then she's she's out of there. No, because she lived there. I remember when we did the podcast because she would walk around with her oxygen tank smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, okay. So maybe she was still there mm-hmm. then. Yeah. yeah. That was about the end of her. And then I, well, I don't know whatever happened to her. I'm assuming she may have moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and she was actually nice. She was just oblivious to what her sons were doing. Like they were her precious little snowflakes. Sure. They could do no wrong. And snowflakes made of meth. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much <laughs> it. Meth crystals. That's yes. pretty much it. Her beautiful little bouncing baby boys. And now, though, with, the, with these two, the two brothers, I, I don't know where they've gone. I really don't know. They're out. They're, I mean, I haven't seen them for a good month and a half, maybe two months at this hmm. point. And, you know, there's been like little signs. Like I would see, I did see, I take that back. Maybe it was like a month and a half ago. I did see one of them drive by, but that was, that was it. So maybe they're just not. Or I saw on the that. truck. I don't know if it was him. I saw the truck that used to always be. Now, there. let me ask you this Is there any way to tell, like, if the property's been sold? Or anything along those lines, or if it's like if a developer got finally got a hold of it. Well, I don't think so because the beauty shop is still in operation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a prime piece of real estate. I'll tell you what. If anybody wants to go into an investment, anyway. Um, no, you've said that for years. I know. I've always wanted to get a hold mm-hmm. of that property because I would tear down that. I really would like to get that get a hold of that property, but I do not have the income. Subscribe to Fun Employment Radio at funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. Uh, real classy. That was real good. classy. That was good. Real classy move. <laughs> <laughs> That's just to pay the bills. Actually, it's not for investments. Um, <laughs> not for investment purposes. <laughs> no, it's not. That's to uh, uh, pay the bills. All right. So uh, the two brothers, though, they are. Yeah, they're not there. It's all cleaned up back there. All the stolen ladders that they had are gone. What about Tent City? Tent City is partially. Well, Tent City is pretty much down. So Tent City was last summer when they strung up tarps. All throughout the back and had this basically a, a tarp city. It was tarp city. Tarp city. Yeah, and they had was. these tarps all strung up across the back, and and they, they had all this all this uh, stuff set up back there, and then just piles and piles of junk and crap that were that was all piled up back there. Yeah, and it all looked highly flammable and dangerous, and it was just oh, gross. Yeah. It was yeah. gross. And I had to bust the one girl for trying to string it up on my fence. I'm like, no, no. Tent City does not belong on my fence. Tarp City is, yeah, you, City, you put yeah. that up on your own side. No, no, thank you. But no, Tarp City is pretty much gone. There's The mattress is still on top of the shed. The throne, the, you mean? The throne, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where the uh, the one, the alpha method would look over his pride below. So that is still there. But other than that, it's pretty clean back there. And I've, I've done some peeping. 
I peeped back there. I bet you I bet you have. Yeah, I took a peep back there because it's never been quiet back there like this. That's why I'm kind of uh, suspect that you don't know more about it. What do you mean? Like, don't know more Sorry. about what happened to them because I know you keep good tally on you know, good tabs on them. I do, but I I just don't know. All right. Well, I guess so. I got to ask a couple of the other neighbors see if they know, but I'm I'm sure. Like, if if my other next door neighbor. Who's normal? If he knew, he would probably run over and tell me because he he despises them as much as uh-huh. I do. Everybody hates them. Everybody hates these this these brothers. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Now this is what I'm saying though. I'm afraid since there are some newer people moving in. Either way, I'm going to get associated with this. Well, Boy, I mean, what do you know? One guy who used to stand out shirtless on the corner, and then he would sit there and just glare at everybody that came by. And now I'm the shirtless guy running out in the front yard chasing a screaming dog. Who are you afraid of offending? Dog. Like, you know your, your good neighbor, you know, that you've been next to for over a decade. What, like the, the snotty girl who moved in who calls the big-ass sandwiches big bottom sandwiches? You're afraid to offend her? Well, no, like, but the thing is— what can she do? What can—you're not doing I don't know, anything. but I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the burbs in the neighborhood. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to be that person. You just have to settle into the fact that you are that guy. I, I'm not that guy. These are guy. the decisions that you make. When you're not thinking, like you're standing, you know, like when you were painting your roommate's room and you were standing there in like your <laughs> tank top and just like, you know, staring out the window, open mouthed at her. <laughs> it looked like I was, yeah. Like some a good things time. are just written in stone. Some things are meant to be. <sighs> I don't want to be that guy. No, what, what were the, uh, what was the, what were the neighbors called in the burbs? Or like the bumpuses in uh, the bumpuses. In, in Christmas story. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm like uh, the Clopex. Clopex? Yeah, I think that's what the neighbors were the anyway. Greg Bumpus. The yeah, I'm I'm the bumpuses. The bumpuses. Well, I'm just the bumpuses saying. dog. Right I don't right. think that you should be. So, bottom line, Lily's fine. She was just scared for the most part. Yeah, Lily's okay. Okay. She's going to be okay. But She's scared. She, it was a rough morning. But, but more importantly, Greg's concerned. It's uh, not that more the... importantly. <laughs> believe me, the dog was the number one concern. I, I was know, very worried. I know. There's nothing more horrifying than that screaming yell from a dog. It oh, was okay, awful. Yeah, stop talking it was about awful. It. Yes. Well, I just want to make sure people know. Yes, the dog was the number Greg, one concern. Greg, everybody knows that you love dogs. Jesus, I'm okay. teasing you. Nobody oh thinks that you're more self self conscious about being shirtless. Yep. Looking and then I crazy kicked her out like, oh God, I'm so worried about myself. <laughs> you're embarrassing me, Lily. God damn it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Maybe I am that neighbor. Mm. Damn it. I don't want to be the burbs. Yep. Now I have to grow a neck beard. You have to grow a neck beard. Can you grow a neck beard? Yeah, I could. You yeah. think you could? Yeah. All right. I'm actually pretty confident. Make it I the could. summer of the neck beard. No, I don't want to do it, grow a neck beard, but I could grow a neck beard. All right. I think, I mean, the neck part itself, the actual neck, that would take quite a while, but I could grow it down. On the sides, like giant extended sideburns? Yeah, or just a giant underbeard that would grow into a neck sure. beard. And then eventually connect with my chest hair. Oh, that would be quite magical. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that guy in the burbs had it. He had a neck beard. It's your destiny. I'm destined to be that guy. You're destined to be that guy. Okay. All right. Well, well hey, why don't we talk about something cool that's going to be happening this weekend, and we can make our announcement. What's that, Sarah? Well, What's Greg, cool that's going to be happening this weekend? Well, I don't know if you remember last year, but last year, of course, was the first, was the inaugural edition of this uh, event happening here in Portland, and you and I went and had a fantastical time. Yes, we did. And uh, it is coming up again Yep. this weekend. It is the second year in a row that... Pabst is presenting Project Pabst, which is happening all this weekend, uh, most notably on Saturday and Sunday. So, what is Project Pabst? So, Project for people who don't know. Thank you for thank you for asking. Well, Project Pabst is an, Sarah. Is, tell us about what Project Pabst is. It's really cool. I'm, I don't know like how, how to like how the proper way to say it is, but I'll tell you about what my experience is. Do you want me to say what it is? Sure. 
Uh, it's a weekend festival. It's a weekend festival. So, it, and actually, there's some events that take place Thursday and Friday, but the big the big event takes place Saturday and Sunday with a whole bunch of bands that come into town and Project Pabst. Well, that was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> that I handed back off to you. Uh, and Project Pabst takes all these different acts, these touring acts, and they pick separate, like only a couple cities around the country where, like, um, you know, where Pabst is a big part of the culture, and they pick them and offer this concert. And so it's a two-day concert. You walk in. It's in this field. It's amazing. There are where, two s- where does it take place at? It's downtown, uh, down on the south waterfront. Yep. Yep. And it's uh, kind of underneath where the Ross Island Bridge is. There's a whole undeveloped area there that they set up these two giant stages and then all the other stuff that Sarah's going to tell you about, too. Why are we doing this back and forth Because I'm letting, you, really I'm letting you do it. I'm just okay. trying to explain. Well, I'm just, I'm trying to, just, okay. So anyway, it's like, a, it's uh, an awesome music. People need to know where it is. is yeah. The, the, what, where? So it's, but it's basically between like the Ross Island Bridge and uh, the Tillicum Crossing, like the new, uh, like pedestrian bridge that they're going to be opening. <laughs> and so it's down there. It's amazing. So it's this huge field. There are two stages down there. They have this uh, enormous setup. So when you walk in, the first thing you see is this giant sculpture of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Which is the coolest thing ever. It's like this giant unicorn in the middle of the fields, in the middle of, you know, kind of desolate, not yet built up Portland. I mean, it probably will be in the not so distant future, but um, yeah, it's amazing. They have, um, so it's like PBRs as far as the eye can see. You get like lots of beer for a reasonable price. They have an arcade. Which is the coolest thing that, uh, that they call the PB arcade, where you can like play a whole bunch of like old arcade games for free. It's basically ground control in a field. That's what it is. And it has like, yeah. whole, it's like full of Christmas lights and it's kind of magical and there's a bar in there. And I kid you not, they have the Nibbler game in there, which remember you took a picture of The video game, yeah. The video game. Yeah, they do have that. Or at yeah. least they had it last year. I don't know if they will now, but it's, yeah, it's like a retro arcade that's out there too. So all of this takes place in this festival and some of the bands that are going to be playing on Saturday and Sunday, you can find out all the information at projectpapst.com. Um, Weezer's going to be playing, number I'm one. I'm so stoked. Uh, Blondie is actually playing, which I'm kind of interested to see Blondie. Mm. Uh, TV on the radio, Against Me is going to be there. Oh. Um, Against Me is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, Against Me is going to be there. Amy Mann the and Ted Leo. Mm. Uh, Run the Jewels, which most people don't know what Run the Jewels is, I don't think. But they, if you watch Silicon Valley, they're one of the groups that uh, Mike Judge chose for like the end credits because they always have really cool music at the end credits of Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Run the Jewels is from that. Um, so yeah, there's, it's just tons of bands are going to be down there. And it's projectpaps.com is where you can find out yeah. all the info. So much fun. It's just a great, great way to spend a weekend, a Saturday and a Sunday. And we are going to be giving away a pair of tickets tomorrow. We do. A pair of tickets, not just for one day, not not just for Saturday, not just for no, Sunday. No. For both days. We have weekend, we have a pair of weekend passes to give away. Absolutely. To this. And we're going to be at it. It's amazing. It was one of the funnest festivals that I went to last year. It really was. And it it's, was fantastic. It's a good time. And it's a beautiful view because you're right down on the Willamette. It's one of those last places that's not developed on the river. Yeah. And I, we, I know we're like going on, on about it, but it really is a lot of fun. It was a super It's a, it's a fun event. way to spend a day. Yeah. And, uh, and you see so many people that you know or make new friends. Like I met new people like it, and the bands, uh, you know, bring such a different array of, you know, different kinds of fans and people. I mean, they have like cornhole. They have food trucks. Like it's everything. You can spend the entire day there. It's perfect. Yeah. So we will be giving away a pair of tickets tomorrow on the show to it. But you can buy tickets now at projectpaps.com. Um, the key to... Uh, winning the pair of tickets. We're going to say this. People that listen live, I know a lot of people are listening right now to this if we're if you're on the podcast. Um, 
the people that listen live and subscribe, funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe, will have the first crack at them. It will say what the contest is tomorrow live on the air. Now, if they don't get them, you know, then, then you know, listening via podcast, uh, obviously you will certainly have a chance to get them too. But, you know, it's a reward for subscribing and supporting our show. We're, we're going to give them the first crack at it. Awesome. So that will be tomorrow. And we the will show. be there too. Yes, we it will. Was, yeah, it's so much fun. I can't, and that, the arcade thing is just the coolest thing ever. It's and they have like misters and stuff so you don't get too hot. It's just <laughs> awesome. And that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. And that's all I had to say about that. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, Against Me is one of my favorite live bands. I don't know. Maybe I've seen Against Me at like a Warp Tour or something like that. or I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've ever seen them live. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah, well, well you I'm will not this be weekend. Out exactly. I'm seeing them this weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, hello, my friends. How are you? My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. And after world of crazy, I do have uh, something else that that we'll have to touch base with that I was really excited about finding. Okay. All right. First up, first world of crazy story is actually here. From Portland, Oregon. From Portland, Oregon, you say? Yes, it's making national news. Uh, and of course, it's weird, which is why it's making national news. Of course it is. Because it's from Portland. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this. I haven't really seen it. But then again, I'm not looking up at the power lines very much. Have you seen this thing where there are hundreds of dildos being strung from the power lines here in town? Okay, I've seen everybody posting about this. I don't recall ever seeing this myself. But I've seen just today people in Portland posting about, I've seen dildos on power lines too. Like, I... Maybe I'm just not looking at power lines or not looking for dildos, but I, I have not seen it. Yeah, because I, I mean, I see shoes hanging on power lines yeah. all the time, but I guess this is a thing that's... Uh, so yeah, so what is it they're doing? So what's happening is that hundreds of phallic sex toys have been seen uh, hanging from power lines all around Portland, uh, most notably in Southeast, which is where we live. So uh, what they're doing, I don't know if you've seen, of course, you know, shoes hanging from a power line. Yeah. So what people will do is like tie the shoelaces together and then kind of swing them up and wrap the laces around the power line so the shoes are dangling there. So that's what these people are doing. They've tied strings to dildos and tied them together and then they've been wow. throwing them over the power lines. And I guess there are hundreds of them all around town. How very Portland. Yeah, so I guess uh, they're... <laughs> I mean, I'll keep my eye out now. There could be some right outside. Keep my eyes peeled for dildos. No, no, keep your eyes peeled for... I mean, and dildos aren't cheap either. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, so large uh, white and bright orange dildos are appearing all over town, strung together in pairs, and uh, prompted numerous reports to the Portland Office of Neighborhood Involvement. So a spokesman for, public, uh, for PGE said he did not believe the rubber products posed a fire hazard. So that's good, at least. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in online forums, Portlanders have posted photos of dildos swaying in the wind above a number of major commercial streets. So nobody quite knows where they've come from yet, but they're uh, at prevalent intersections all over town. Weird. I want to know the story behind I'm that. I'm kind of bummed I haven't seen the giant white and orange dildos everywhere yet. What a, what I guess I haven't been looking for them. Well, now you will be. Now I will be. Yep. Keep your eyes peeled. I know. I got this from uh, a UK publication. When I was like, at that, I'm like, wait, Portland, yeah, I've just wait, seen dildos? What? Everybody posting about it today and who people who say they've seen this around town. Mm -hmm. and... Oh, yeah. There's some pictures. What do you think? It's, do you think it's like a viral marketing thing for something? No. I remember when... Or is it uh, just people throwing dildos up? It has to be some... I mean, quite honestly, I mean, anyone, even though you don't own a dildo, Greg, I'm sure you know that they're not, like, $2. 
Like it's, it's probably about like forty or fifty dollars for like a bit like one wow. of these big like rubber ones. Oh yeah, and I mean that's like throwing a hundred dollars up on a string every time, and they've done that a hundred times. Like that has to be a sex toy company or something. Hmm. What are they advertising now? Just their company or? I did something that made the paper uh, when I was in my twenties here in Portland. Me and a bunch of my friends went around to all of the signs, like the stop signs. Like the Did flashing you put something ones. creative on it and something clever. Like the devil horns. Oh, uh, no one's ever done that before. They didn't. No, here. no one had ever. No, taken I did this like, like the, ten the, years the, ago. The red blinking hand stop sign and crossed out two of the fingers to make it devil. We horns. had to bring a little ladder and like no we did it all up and that. down Hawthorne. <laughs> hey, you haven't. I was very proud of it and like someone put it in the paper. Like who's putting all of these devil horns everywhere? I'm like, haha, it's me. Well, a little rapscallion there. I am such a troublemaker. All right. Out of Millersville, Pennsylvania, a man faces a laundry list of charges after police found him drunk and naked in a hog barn that he'd been previously (laughs) banned from. Now, not trying to have sexual relations with the pigs. Okay. He just wanted to hang out with the pigs. What? Yes. It's a man who likes to hang out with pigs. And he's been charged uh, after police found him drunk and naked in a hog barn. So this guy's name is Larry William Henry. 64 years young, uh, was banished uh, from the property in March of 2001, or excuse me, 2011, but officers found him there again just a sh- uh, just two weeks later, or two weeks ago, excuse me. So officers got a call about a possible trespasser at the hog barn. You scoot, get out of here. And when police entered the barn, they found Henry inside naked, hanging out with several market weight hogs. When police asked Henry why he He was naked, but it's not sexual. It wasn't sexual. He just wanted to hang out with some pigs. Okay. Uh, So when asked by the police why he ignored the ban from 2011, Henry just said, and I quote, I just like pigs. (laughs) Uh, Henry also admitted to drinking a six-pack of Ham's beer. Mm-hmm. Well, hang on. Of course, Hams. it'd be Ham's beer. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. I know. That's why I made. Mm-hmm. I checked to make sure that this wasn't a fake story. I'm like, mm-hmm. Ham's, mm-hmm. Ham's. Right. Uh, so he drank an entire six pack while hanging out naked with the pigs. Uh, so Henry did not get away with it, and he. Uh, and if you're gonna have a party, you might as well have a party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was able to post uh, twenty five thousand dollar bail, and he's due back in court later this month on charges of indecent how, exposure. Wait, how much was the bail? Twenty five thousand dollars. That seems. That seems like a high. So he was just hanging out in the barn, trespassing. He was naked, trespassing after I mean, he had been banned. Very strange. Twenty-five grand. Yeah, not right. not uh, having relations with the pigs. Do they know that though? Do they know that? I mean, if they if they had speculation, it would be on one of these charges. Like I think they know. I mean, who's gonna tell? I mean, seriously, of, of all the yes, I think people know. I think they'd know. So he was charged with indecent exposure, criminal trespass, defiant trespass, and public drunkenness. Wow. Yeah, so it was worth it to him to hang out with some pigs. Uh, out of Florida, DeLand, Florida. I hadn't ever heard of DeLand, or I think that's how it's pronounced, DeLand. I believe it is. You used to have a customer in DeLand, Florida. For the pool liner company? For the pool liners. Mm-hmm. A DeLand, Florida woman said she thought she'd been hit by a flyaway firecracker while dining with her friends on July 4th, but instead, days later, found out that she'd actually been shot in the leg and didn't realize it. How okay. do you... Yes. <laughs> I've been hit by a firework before. I have not been shot before. I feel like I would know the difference between the two. I would think so, too. And she didn't discover it 
until four days later. Like there's a bullet in her? There was a bullet in her. So her name, uh, her name is Heather. Now, Heather was just sitting down. Florida woman Heather was sitting down at a cafe uh, on the 4th of July when she felt a sting on her leg. Now, she said that she just thought uh, she was hit by an errant firecracker. Her and her boyfriend cleaned up the wound but didn't see any blood. So they figured she must have just been, uh, you know, slightly singed by it. She said, uh, so four days later, when the pain still hadn't gone away, she visited a doctor who ended up x-raying her leg and found a 38 caliber bullet embedded about four centimeters into her thigh. Now you can actually How would see, you not know? You can see a picture and there's a fucking hole where the bullet was. I don't know what kind of young lady Heather is, but I'm pretty sure that you would notice if you had a hole in your leg that hurt. I think there's no amount of alcohol I could have been consuming that would make it so I didn't know I was sh- being shot. Yes. I mean, in Let four, alone four days. Four centimeters in, I mean, that's that's inside of your leg. That's pretty deep in there. Uh, well, now uh, the land police are trying to figure out who shot the bullet. Uh, there's no indication that a gun was fired in close proximity, so the theory is that it was fired into the air from a distance and might have just landed on her leg. No. Uh, people excited about the 4th of July. Boo, 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 boo. Somebody samming it. What goes up must come down. Uh, so in the meantime, doctors say the bullet's too close to a major artery in her leg, so they're going to have to leave it where it is. It's so deep in there, so close to an artery, yet for four days she didn't realize she had been shot. Wow. Well, from Florida woman to Florida woman, I now give you a story about a Florida woman, Taco Bell, and bad Wi-Fi. So this story comes out of uh, Tahlequah, Tahlequah, Tahlequah. That's how you pronounce it. Tahlequah, Florida. What was the name of it again? I'm sorry. Tahlequah. Okay. All right, so this Florida woman's name is Amber Henson. No, Amber Henson decided that she wanted to do some fine dining at that there Taco Bell oh. in Tullamquah. Mm-hmm. And when she went there to get her tasty treats, she became upset because their Wi-Fi wasn't working. Oh, now, I, I didn't know, know they what had... she was planning. I didn't either. I didn't know there was Wi-Fi at Taco Bell. I did not know either, but Amber apparently knew, and she was very upset to find Ooh, out that their Wi-Fi wasn't working. That's how I'm picturing her saying. So after a Taco Bell employee told Florida woman Amber Henson that their Wi-Fi was not working, Amber Henson decided to take her anger out on a couple of teenagers who started mocking her. <laughs> oh, no. It's when Amber, that's when Amber, the Florida woman, was accused of dumping water on a teenage boy inside of the restaurant. Things then escalated quickly when that same boy and another teenager walked outside, still heckling Florida woman Amber Henson. Henson was waiting for them outside, and she said, I have a knife. Now, she allegedly told the teenagers, if you want some of me, come on. <laughs> it's <laughs> always the best way to resolve a situation. Especially with teenagers. Yeah. You should pull out a knife after yeah. throwing water well, on shit them. Shit apple teenage boys, throw water on them, and then, yeah, threaten them with a knife. That's, That's going to go really well. Well, Henson... the best way to resolve that. Amber Henson was able to leave the scene without anybody getting stabbed. Uh, she was able to be tracked down on uh, this past weekend, thanks to the power of social media, because officers posted pictures of Henson on Facebook and received almost instantly a positive ID from, from the public. So she's either very popular or very unliked. <laughs> yeah, we know she is. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's good old Amber Henson. Uh, police uh, easily tracked down Henson and took her in to custody. Uh, it was easy to also find out if the stabbing or not, or the you know her threatening to stab them was true because she actually had the knife that she had threatened the teenagers with hidden inside of her sock when she was arrested. <laughs> so she faces count of assault with a dangerous weapon. No word on if Taco Bell's Wi-Fi has been fixed. A request from the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Rick says, say I have a knife in the Florida accent again. I have a knife. 
Uh, that could be somebody's uh, text sound when you get a text. I have a knife. I have a knife. I have a knife. Okay, now that's enough. And finally, from crazy lady to crazy lady. I went from Florida to Florida. No, Florida to crazy lady. <coughs> now, this is uh, this is across the pond. It's across the pond in merry old England. Is that, how they, is that how they speak over there? And you know, we finally, have listeners in England right now, so we do. maybe they haven't been understanding what you're saying because it hasn't been in this but accent. But now the accent's finally been there. And now and they're, they're like, like, oh, it was just gibberish before. Shit. Now I understand. <laughs> speaking the Queen's, Eng- Queen's English, yes. <laughs> I'm speaking the Queen's English. And finally, from across the pond, my favorite headline of the day reads as such. Woman masturbating with vibrator crashes her Mini Cooper into a parked fish van. Again, woman In the driving, accent, please, I don't understand. Woman driving while masturbating with a vibrator crashes her Mini Cooper into a parked fish van. Yes, a woman who crashed her Mini Cooper into the back of a fish van was reportedly furiously masturbating. With a... Ma- I'm whoa. sorry, the accent. Furiously masturbating. Uh, with a... What is with a... It's, let me call this just Dildo World of Crazy. Geez, start with Dildo, end with Dildo. Whoa, it's weird. I wonder who wrote World of Crazy for this show today, who writes this, picks out all of the stories that are in it. I didn't put it together. Huh. Like, my mind does things in I love secret. how you're, like, flabbergasted at, why would this segment have so many Dildo stories? Like who su- did this? I like to surprise myself. <laughs> um, you know, there's it's little surprises that I like to leave for myself. <laughs> Start with a dildo, end with a dildo. All right, a woman who crashed her Mini Cooper into the back of a fish van was reportedly furiously masturbating with a rampant rabbit-style vibrator, which is a popular style of vibrator in England, is what it notes. Uh, so the incident occurred in some place uh, and saw... Wait, where was it? In the in the accent, please. Sirenchester. Sirenchester. Oh, Sirenchester, yes. Well, lovely, bro. Outside of... The town, the pub, whatnot. All right, so what happened is, uh, so the lady, this young lady, was driving her Mini Cooper when the vehicle suddenly lurched forward and struck a stationary fish van belonging to Fresh Fish Specialist M&J Seafood. Fresh Fish Specialist, actually. That's so hard to say. Fresh Fish Specialist. Fresh Fish Specialist. Fresh Fish Specialist. Uh, So the van's driver... Specialist in fresh fish. ...who had just received the job after looking for jobs for uh, quite some time was very worried about the fact that he was going to get blamed for the accident. However, when they looked back at the van's video footage from the crash, they saw something quite different. (laughs) (laughs) She's just driving along? Just driving along. So the van driver's bosses checked out footage from the vehicle's rear camera, which revealed... A startled woman clutching a sex toy in one hand and hurriedly trying to button up her pants in the other. A source told the newspaper uh, that the driver was called into... Also, I just want to say really quick here at the studio, I didn't realize our window is wide open as we're... (laughs) This entire time, all of the things we've been saying, our window is wide open. And we can hear just as clear as day anyone who's talking down there in the There are a line. bunch of businesses downstairs that have their doors open because it's very oh my hot outside. And this is, we've been yelling these things. Shit. Oh my God. I mean, how many times have you yelled out furiously masturbating <laughs> or dildo? so many times. We've been complaining about, oh my God, I okay. gotta close that window. You're not gonna close, it's too late. The damage is done. Have some shame. All right. Well, a source of that <laughs> that's gone out the window long ago. Oh man. All right. Well, a source uh, well, told expect the... a complaint on our door here any minute. 
All right, so the woman was videoed uh, clutching the sex toy in one hand and hurriedly buttoning up her pants, or they say trousers in merry old England. Her trousers. A source told the newspaper a driver was called in. Uh, the driver who was driving the fish van was called into the office and feared he was going to get fired because um, it was his first shift after looking for work for a long time. The bosses told him that it very much wasn't his fault and then said, "Have you seen this?" and showed him the video uh, with the lady clutching the whatever it's called, the rampant rabbit vibrator. Uh, so Should I just open up the window and you can just yell it out to the parking lot? Lose the broadcast? rampant rabbit vibrator <laughs> furiously masturbating, crashing into a fish van. Get it? <laughs> fish van. <sighs> All right. So a spokesman for M&J's Seafood uh, confirms the incident occurred but refuses to comment further, adding that the matter is now in the hands of the insurers. So there we have it. Ladies, there's a time and a place for, for everything. Not while you're driving. No. No, that's just probably not the best idea. There is a uh, concerned mother now in the live chat who is very upset. Very <laughs> upset about this filth. Damn it. All right, well, there you have it. From dildo to dildo. That's your world of crazy. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to spin that into talking about our advertiser. Why not? Uh, what, what did you have? You said you had something. I did. What, do you want to just go straight to that? I want to skip. I don't want to. I'm not going to sandwich next adventure next to the dildo to dildo world of crazy segment. <laughs> well, what if this we're also gonna, has to do we're with We're going to space them out. Oh, my God. Is there <laughs> anything that doesn't have to do with it today? Do with what? <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I did find something that is the best headline I have read in some time. Okay. And I wanted to I wanted to do this for you. I know that you're going to be kind of mad because this is usually your thing, but I felt like it was my responsibility to tell what you this. What are you doing? No! I do think there's a sponge in these woods. Squatch watches are my thing. You are not supposed to do them. Just like you do World of Crazy dildo stories, I do stories about Sasquatch. Damn it. This is just, it, it's mostly for the headline. And you would never read this story anyway because you would see the headline and you'd be like, well, that's just not right. Squatch watch headline. I just have one story for you. And it reads, it made me laugh out loud. Finding Bigfoot team still cannot find Bigfoot. <laughs> and so it's being speculated now. How long is too long for Finding Bigfoot are to they, continue on its journey? What are they on, like five seasons or something? Oh, the, I think more than that. So after decades of debate, speculation, anecdotes, eyewitness, that's uh, loose, let's loose uh, eyewitness uh, testimony, photographs, films, and videos, the hunt still continues. And even though there has never been any proof, true believers haven't there given is up hope. Close to proof. They've heard very strange things in the woods. Of course, there is the infamous video footage uh, known as the Patterson uh, Gimlin film. Yes. Yes, which is uh, considered the most controversial and debated footage that purports to be a creature walking through the woods near Bluff Creek, California in 1967. Well, now, after six seasons of finding Bigfoot, um, after investigating Bigfoot slash Sasquatch reports in 40 states and six countries... Forty states and six countries. Oh, they're big. De- they're famous. I mean, they're, on they're animal planets, finding Bigfoot. A team of four six seasons, by the way. S- yes, yeah, six seasons. A team of four hunters uh, are still looking for the hairy legend, but have they been looking too long? Big fil- uh, Bigfoot field <laughs> researchers uh, Matt Moneymaker, uh, researchers Cliff Barackman and James Bobo Fay. 
I have traveled through. What? It's not Bobo Fay. It says James Bobo Fay. He's Bobo the Squatch Hunter. Yeah, okay, I thought it was too close to Boba Fett. I was like, no, Bobo Fay. All right. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett's like weird. <laughs> Looks like he's weird enjoyed, cousin that he's enjoyed he doesn't too talk many, about. Too many Boba Fays. Am I right? Oh wow. Uh, anyway, they've traveled through deep forests, jungles, mountains, rivers, and swamps, following leads and trails of their elusive objective, and have never yet come close. Now, uh, one of uh, one of the founders, of course, and true believers. Moneymaker goes, uh, has something to say about this. He says, one thing I've always felt is the problem with the show is that we've set up this false expectation that somehow we're going to meet up with Bigfoot. So isn't that what it's supposed well, to be I about? I think that's kind of the goal of hunting for Bigfoot is that you find one. Mm-hmm. Well, he says uh, he believes the team it's has just gotten... just the chase, not the, not the end result. Are we supposed to be watching it for the chase? Because if so, like we could be chasing anything. Yeah. Uh, so Moneymaker believes that his team has had some close calls with Bigfoot. I mean, he thinks that they've like kind of been near it They're at totally some there. points. Uh, he said, we've gotten close enough to like hear them on many occasions and to get some sound recordings. And we've shown some videotapes you know, that other people have gotten of them. Uh, some of those pieces of video footage, we didn't know if they were legit until we actually went to the location. So now it's uh, being speculated, how long is too long to look for Bigfoot? Six seasons might be enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to carry this charade, Greg. People are questioning Bobo's logic. Good on them. Six seasons worth? Six seasons of not finding I jack shit. I can imagine shit. they've made a very good living off of this as well. They've made a pretty penny, I'm sure. Damn, we need to find something. I know. Well, we just need to start. Let's make up something and then start a show about trying to find it, knowing that we'll never find it. All right. That'd be great. Is there a river monster on the Willamette or yeah, anything? Yeah, we can make one up right now. Sweet. We're going to make up a river monster. Okay. Okay. Yep, Willie the, Willie the Willamette River Monster. Well, no, that doesn't sound very scary. Oh. Well, and I don't know. Like we'll have to think of something. Willie, then we'd have to worry about that part. Yeah. All right. We'll, All right. We'll, 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 we'll brainstorm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll brainstorm. So there you go. I do think there's a sponge in these woods. What about Tabitha, the Mount Tabor monster? Oh, we've heard sightings of Tabitha. Oh, Tabitha's kind of a scary Tabitha's, oh, people say Tabitha's up there. Oh, I knew a girl named Tabitha in college. She was a bitch. (laughs) Well, that's okay, but she was But not you. If your name name is Tabitha, you're not a bitch. Also, the Tabitha that was a bitch in... School that was found. We're, we're thinking of imaginary things like the, Tabitha, the the monster. Maybe that's Tabitha. what happened to Tabitha from college. I don't think we need to tie in Tabitha from college into Tabitha. It could be the personal connection. There is more connection. than one Tabitha. It's the personal in connection. The that's why we should have the TV show. A TV show about Tabitha, the Tabor monster. Sally on Mount Tabor. Then we're changing the name. Sally, no. You see, Sally's not as good. Sally's not as good. But it's there's different Tabitha. And everyone's gonna think, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Sally. You know, that's already it's, there's already as a that's why it's Tabitha, Sally. but it's nothing to do with college Tabitha. <sighs> Tabitha Mount Tabor. You know what you can do though when you go up to Mount Tabor, Sarah. What is it, Greg? You can play Ultimate Frisbee. You know oh, where you can get wow. an awesome Ultimate Frisbee? Where? Next Adventure. Wow. Nextadventure.net, of course, or Next Adventure, located right here on Stark and Grand. Fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. I was actually just in there last week on Thursday. Or th- no, Friday. I went in there uh, to pick up a couple of items. Oh, nice. Because it is so awesome. And uh, Next Adventure, everything you need for anything outdoors, you can go to Next Adventure and find it. They are absolutely a fantastic place. They're local. They've been here for, oh my gosh, coming up on 20 years, I think. 
And uh, I think it's, yeah, coming up in just a couple of years, mm-hmm. the 20-year celebration. So next adventure, fine store, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Go there for anything you need. You get great prices, great products, and they are just awesome. For anything you need. And they even have, like, women's clothing. Yeah, clothing. Like, it's everything. not just all, like, outdoorsy stuff. They have some really cool stuff. Clothing, shoes, camping, skiing, snowboards, frisbees, whatever. They've all got it there. Awesome. Next adventure. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. So, uh, there is going to be a little bit of audio in this ball talk. In fact, there's so much audio, I'm trying to debate on what I'm going to play. Okay. Because there's some things I have to play. And there's things I don't have to play, but I might play anyway. But, first up, we'll go straight to this. Um... Big deal in the world of baseball. Alex Rodriguez. It's being stated because he's doing so well now. He's actually playing so well. Next year could pass Babe Ruth on the all-time home run list. Oh, boy. All right, all-time home run list. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. How many seasons did Babe Ruth play, and how many seasons is Alex Rodriguez playing? Uh, Well, that's a very good question, actually. I'm not sure. Well, because if Babe Ruth only played, you know what, like six seasons or whatever, and Alex Rodriguez is on his, like, 15th. Then that makes uh, sense. He's on more than, I think he's on like his 20th season. Yeah. Um, yeah, something like that. So then they well, need to yeah, concentrate. more seasons, but but it's not per season. It's total home runs. Mm, I think there needs to be some kind of mathematic formula to figure out roughly like in the amount of time that Babe Ruth played and the amount of time that Alex Rodriguez played and then kind of quantify that to see who would have made more. Well, you go ahead and write that in. To, I sure uh, will, because I am just stellar Dear Mr. Baseball, mm-hmm. I'm upset. I am upset. Well, there we go. Anyway, that's what's happening, and people are upset about it because, of course, many, many, many people do not like Alex Rodriguez. However, turns out he's pretty damn good at baseball. All right, moving on, ball talk. We'll just skip to the skip to the good stuff. The good. I'm afraid of what you think the good stuff is. All right. I'm going to give you a question, Sarah. Do you want to hear... Because you're going to hear both of them. Which do you want to hear first? Oh, Jesus. The saga of DeAndre Jordan or the saga of the rapping Blazers? Oh, I don't. I guess DeAndre Jordan. Wrong. First. We're going to go with the rapping Blazers first. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Keelan has, uh, he wants input. He just said, uh, neither. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that was a funny joke. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Here is the deal. The Portland Trailblazers, of course, uh, with their team constantly changing. Oh, we also traded for Mo Harkless now, so there's another new guy on the team. Who knows anymore? If only there were somewhere you could go and find out all the information about all the new Blazers. All right, so here's the deal. We all know who Damian Lillard is. We sure do. Our one fine uh, star that we do have, the one star on the Blazers. Also a star at marketing, and now a star in the rap game, Sarah. So no, Damian Lillard has. I thought that was a. So Damian Lillard has long put out his oh, four bar Friday thing, and what four bar Friday is? That's where he releases four bars and raps on his Instagram account, and then posts them. Well, now he's apparently putting out an entire album. Now I like Damian Lillard. Don't get me wrong. However, here's what he's doing. He's going by the name. Uh, God dang it, of course it's freezing up right when I'm trying to find it. Oh, Sorry. you guys, the hand of God has come to smite and Not yet. Things. I will not give up yet. This ball talk is crappy songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for some, we're going to run out of time, Greg. 
This is so funny. It's his computer actually is not working. Damn it. Oh, this is amazing. No. Ah. So frustrating. Okay. We're gonna go off the cuff like like Damien does. No. Oh god. So he he's going by the name Dame Dalla. And I'm trying to find what Dalla means, and of course my stupid computer won't allow me to do it. It's, oh, okay, Dame Dalla. That's his rap name. D-O-L-L-A. Different on levels the Lord allows. Wow. And he's releasing an album. And he Different out, on levels the Lord allows? Different oh, on levels the Lord allows. Okay, can we just trod through this, please? Just go. And this is his first song. It's uh, Soldier in the Game. A bit it of sounds like Evanescence. Oh, Soldier in the Game. Dame Dalla. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The wait is over. There was no wait. No, nobody was waiting. Look. 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 My first encounter with adversity was somewhat an emergency. I fell off the path in my mental with needed surgery. The more I stumbled off, the more my actions started irking me. I got it together, and the top looked like my turf to be. They think money rules, I'm rich and I'm done with school. My problems still exist, so don't listen to none of fools. For currency, they run. Okay, I do have a hard okay. time listening to Damien's problems with his $120 million contract that he has from the Blazers and his $100 million contract from Adidas. Okay, why did he have to release this now? Like, we've already been raked through the coals. And he's like, the one that we have left. And then that's when he's he decides... He's the one good one left. And that's when he decides, oh, you know what I need to do is put out my shitty rap. Yeah. God damn it. I know. I'm sorry, I had to play it because it is it's I was out just there. looking at the Blazers posting it, and even... They are not like, oh, this is amazing. They're like, look at this. Well, they have to. But they weren't even. It, there isn't even a comment on it, really. Well, they have. I mean, Damien's the the guy now. Damien runs everything. So if Damien wants to put out a rap album, Damien's. Do you think his out a rap, rap album. album's gonna be available in like the player store? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So there we go. That is that. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to play, because there's that's not the only Blazer rap news that came out. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. Mason Plumley, the new center for the Portland Trail Blazers, was part of this abomination that's, it would make Damian Lillard look like Tupac, and Mason Plumley rapped on something. It's awful. I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist, and I'm not going to force it on you today. That's very kind of you. Instead, we're just going to go straight to this. And this has to do with the DeAndre Jordan saga. So I didn't really get a chance to talk about it since it's all gone on. Um, but DeAndre Jordan of the L.A. Clippers was kind of, I would say, like the second biggest free agent behind LaMarcus Aldridge for for the NBA for mm-hmm. this year. He, he was the second biggest one. And there were a lot of teams going after him. And he made uh, a decision to leave the Clippers and join the Dallas Mavericks. Made a public proclamation. Made a promise to the team. Worked with the team to you know sign other free agents. He was going to Dallas. Yeah. And then last week on, I believe it was Tuesday, decided he started uh, having a change of heart. Now, he hadn't officially signed because the NBA puts a moratorium on actually signing for like one week from free agency, from when free agency starts. Mm -hmm. So you can verbally commit, 
and most players stick to their commitment. But you technically not you, technically you haven't signed. And he decided that he didn't want to go to Dallas anymore. He called up the Clippers. The Clippers came and met him in Houston, his home in Houston, and waited there until the 11 o'clock time where he could sign the contract, and he signed with the Clippers. Now, the big controversy here is is this, because you're totally allowed to change your mind. The way he went about it was kind of crappy, because Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, was trying to get a hold of him, because he heard in the news, like, uh, uh-oh, my guy's changing his mind, and they just kind of built... You know, went after acquisitions mm-hmm. based on the fact that DeAndre Jordan was coming to the t- team, uh, and he uh, kept trying to call him and text him. And I guess DeAndre Jordan just didn't return messages. That, that's tacky. It's oh, kind of tacky. It's a bad tacky. way to go about it. You know, if you d- that's make, not just kind of tacky. That's super tacky. Yeah, if you change your mind, obviously it's his right to change his mind completely. Then be but an adult be about a, it. Be an adult. Just be yeah. like, no, I'm sorry, I've changed my mind. I'm going back to Clippers. That's the final thing. Instead, just avoiding the phone calls or texts completely. He, I think he owed a little bit there. However, bottom line is he ended up going back to the Clippers, and that's just the way it is, and that's that's his right. However, of course, uh, Dallas Mavericks fans and the Dallas Mavericks, not too happy about it. Not too happy I would imagine. about what went on there. And I decided I'd just go ahead and play one of these. This is this is a Dallas Maverick or a, a, yes, a Dallas Mavericks fan. Who, of course, in the most appropriate way to voice your frustration, which is exactly what you should do, posted a rant on YouTube. What you did tonight was one of the most disgraceful, embarrassing, (laughs) shitty, and humiliating things I have ever seen out of a professional basketball player. And what you did to us Mavericks fans, to our franchise, to Dirk, to Mark Cuban, was absolutely fucking despicable. (laughs) Wow. I have never felt disrespected. Oh, he's shaking the camera while he's doing it. as a Dallas Mavericks fan before, as I do right now. No, he's never felt this disrespected, you guys. You might say, where's the mask at? I left it back in Chicago, just like how DeAndre Jordan left his fucking integrity in Houston like everyone else does. Never fuck <laughs> the man from Houston. And fuck the Rockets. Just because I'm making a video about DeAndre Jordan doesn't mean the Rockets get any slack. Fuck you, too. Wait, who? The Rock? Deandre, you the Rock. kind of man you are tonight. You're a coward. You wanted responsibility. We were willing to give it to you. Hell, some people even said that you can be Shaq-like. I didn't believe it for a fucking second, but whatever it took to get you in a match. <laughs> Is he crying? <laughs> Nibbles in the live chat. I think this confirms he made the right decision to go back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> I wish I could show a picture of this guy to everyone, too. to the season to us. He looks exactly who like you would think he looks. Who the fuck do you think you are? And Blake <laughs> Griffin! Blake Griffin, you're no more than a high school bully. You're still stuck in that high school mentality. You're a sad, pathetic, and sh- and uh, broken man inside of you. And, uh, <laughs> yes, Blake you Griffin's really hurting. about the chair on the door, and I call dibs on this. If anyone doesn't, they stole it from me. When it comes time for the playoffs, I'm going to take that picture and put the NBA playoffs logo right there because when you're a second option, hell, when you're a first option, to win the game and you fucking fumble the ball and you can't do shit doing your best James Harden impression, no one ever says nothing to you. It's because they're scared. Because they're a big, giant fucking bully that no one wants to stand up to. I'm standing up to you. You're That's ugly as right. shit. And when you go to bed every night, you cry yourself to You're sleep. ugly you know, as shit. The only thing you're good for is entertaining us. You overgrown, ugly, carrot-looking motherfucker. Wow. Chris Paul, you have no integrity. 
You're 4'11", all you do is whine, and you're never gonna win a ring, let alone go to a conference final. And if I ever see you in the street, you're getting a boot right to the face of you and your stupid fucking kid. Greg just spit his coffee, by the way. He's gonna, he's gonna beat up Chris Paul, apparently. Speaking of children, Doc Rivers. You know what? You're the reason I like Paul George. Because Paul George cheated on your ugly-ass daughter. You're a Whoa. father. I don't know that part. doesn't deserve to be in the NBA, and your daughter doesn't deserve to be dating an NBA player, and you don't even deserve to be a coach at this point. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, this guy is so mad. He's so angry. He's so mad. Yeah, Rick in the chat. In the chat. God, I thought Jordan was a dick until this guy showed up. <laughs> yeah, our buddy Adam Posse in the chat says, I can't wait for this to get songified. Oh, it's absolutely got to be. It's going to be amazing. You're not a man. Cuban and Parsons treated you way better during this process than the Clippers did. And you can't even answer their phone call. You're a coward. <laughs> you thought you wanted responsibility. You wanted nothing to do with it. You love being that third wheel, you fucking bitch. Wow. It's just like getting angry. I mean, can you imagine getting this worked up That's over? That's weird. <laughs> As Keelan said, it's only a free agency fighting. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Win an NBA championship mark my fucking word. <laughs> And one day when it, the I wonder if like DeAndre Jordan how, slept with his girlfriend. How long is this? How long does he yell? Oh, it's like four and a half minutes long. Okay. We can we can we okay. can cut it. <laughs> I mean, that's it's so personal. But he really makes points. I'm sure the Clippers are taking this to heart, though. I'm sure all of them are watching it. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know he makes some really good points. He does. And if you can just you know wade through the profanity, you can see boy, that he really knows what he's talking Chris about. Chris Paul better watch out. He warned him. He gave him a warning. If he sees him on the street, he's going to put a boot to his face. I'm sure that's going to happen. I would love, I would pay money to watch that. <laughs> to see him try to walk up to Chris Paul and threaten him. Our buddy uh, Adam Posse, again, uh, host of McManhorn podcast, which is going to be happening today. Yes, today on yes. the Fun Employment Radio um, Network. Uh, he said this guy would make a really um, awesome uh, WWE wrestler or WWF. What is it now? E? <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, e-wrestler. Yeah. He could do some shit talking. I yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> He's still going, by the way. This isn't over. Oh, it's not over. Was he crying? That's like Oh, crying. he's almost... He is... Thanks for watching, gentlemen. If you made it this far, stay safe. And as always, through the good times and the bad times, uh, go he, Mavs. He is. He is. He's starting to tear up. That's a cryy voice. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, there we go. DeAndre Jordan leaving <laughs> leaving the uh, or not signing with the Dallas Mavericks, staying with the LA Clippers. Sounds like he made the right choice. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> wow, that was glorious. <laughs> You're ugly as shit. And so is your daughter. <laughs> ugly. What the hell? It's just like mean. <laughs> well, I if anybody takes his words seriously, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure Doc Rivers and Blake Griffin and Doc Rivers' daughter will somehow make it through the, traumatic, well, the trauma that this man has inflicted upon them. <laughs> oh, before we go, we do have a couple birthdays that we need to do. Oh. Yes, and the first one. No, oh, sorry. Yes, the first birthday. Well, they're actually from last week, but we needed to get to them. Right well, now. we'll do it today. Yes, matter. we are. First up, we want to say happy birthday. To Amanda. To Amanda Pants. Amanda Pants. Uh, yes. It was your birthday last week, but uh, we want to say happy birthday. Happy birthday, lady. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. And also, we want to give a big happy birthday to our other dear friend, Mr. Daniel Bozick. Mr. Bozick. Mr. Bozick. 
Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Happy Buzzer. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I swear, I'm going to go home and watch that entire video. I just want to see uh, what that guy we'll, looks like. We'll put the link at uh, funemploymentradio.com. We'll, we'll put, put it in the link? episode? Yeah. Okay. So just go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and you can see. Because it really does help to see what this guy looks like. It just adds that much more to. Is he white? Shockingly, yes. Does he have spiky hair? No. Is it combed to the side? Uh, no. Is it, but not, I'm not saying like spiky, like, but like gelled. Like, is it like just kind of. You don't see the hair. He's got a hat on. Uh, does he have glasses? No. Okay. So he's just like squishy, normal white guy. Yeah, but it really adds to it to see it. It's, okay. just, it's just that one little piece that you really need sure. to, to add on to that. Sure, sure. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow on the show, we will be giving away a pair of tickets to Project Paps, which is happening you this weekend. You have a hard time saying Paps. I know. I keep you trying can, to you can, Project keep Paps. Paps. I'm trying to like say the B in it. I don't know why. But, uh, Project Paps. Project Paps. You can't <laughs> I, I do it. I'm having a hard time with it. You can't do it. You, I've, I've noticed it the entire time. Project Paps. There Papst. we go. There yeah, you I go. said it right. I know. I realized I was having problems with it. I wasn't hoping no one was going to call it Everybody out. Everybody is going to call it out because you use your voice for your job. Project Paps. There. Look at you. You worked through it. Project Paps. <laughs> I just had to bring it up before it got any more awkward. It was not getting like, awkward. I was everyone's like, oh, he doesn't know how to say Pabst. Project Pabst. We've also let the entire neighborhood know about uh, dildos. Dildos. Yeah. dildos for everyone. Dildo to dildo. Coming up later on the Fun Employment Radio Network, McMahon Horn. Yes. Coming up at about uh, 5, 5.30 right here on the network, and that will be followed by Guys and Balls. Yeah, because there's the big battle this weekend. That's why there's the McMahon Horn. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty epic. I'm pretty excited about it. It's a good story. It's battleground. All right, I'm just saying. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the network by going to funemploymentradio.com/slash/subscribe. <laughs> Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and it does help us out tremendously. But either way, thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Emp Radio. Like us on Facebook, Fun Employment Radio. We will be back tomorrow with more. Guess what? Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dot com. <laughs> Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.